You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show Extra right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. We're continuing our theme, the West of Scotland Premier Division teams. We're delighted to be joined by the team from Blantyre, Victoria. We'll start with the manager, John Gibson. John, welcome to the show, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you on. Thanks Scott, uh, delighted to be there. Happy to be on the show with my captain of the club, Craig yep. Kerr. Brilliant, and we're also joined by Craig Kerr, the captain. Craig, it's a pleasure to welcome you on to the show, thank you very much for joining us. All right, mate. Cheers for having us. No, it's an absolute pleasure. It's, it's great to have you both on. We'll go through, obviously, before we touch on the season so far, obviously the Scottish football has been a, a, kind of bit, a bit of a busy week the past week, but we'll, Scotland won last night, 2-0-1 over Denmark. That's him, a, a seeded position into the playoffs. John, what was your thoughts on the game? Were you impressed? Yeah, I was impressed. I've only seen the highlights, obviously. We were training last night, uh, Scott, so we missed the game. Uh, and I watched the highlights when I came in. So it's a good score. I thought they were excellent. I watched the game on Friday night uh, against Moldova and I thought they played well there. They controlled most of the game. And uh, I think they've got some good players. He's, he's got a system now that works where you're having your Tierney's and your Robertson's on the left-hand side. And he's got some good backup players. I mean, he's had to change it with McTominay going out in that. And the boy Cooper's come in for Leeds United done well. He's got some good players and I think he's got a good squad of players. And He's added with the boy eh, Adams up front. He's done really well for Scotland, so he has those. They've got a good sighting option now. Yeah, definitely. Craig, okay, what was your overall thoughts? Did you see much of the game? No, I've not seen it at all yet. Have you not? Busy training. <laughs> Did we spoil the result for you? Uh, no, I've seen the <laughs> result. That was all. Was it training? Uh, definitely, but it puts them in a good position, obviously, getting into the playoffs. But we'll we'll touch a bit on that on my flagship show during the week. We will move into talking about the season so far. John, it was always going to be a struggle with the, the way the league's working out this season. Obviously, you've come up last season and I took your played in the, the season before it was called last year. Two wins, three draws, 14 defeats, nine points so far. What's been your overall thoughts in the season as a whole so far? Obviously, Scott, it's been disappointing with the results and there we are. We've obviously not picked up enough wins. Uh, <clears throat> We're in the process, you know, try to change it a wee bit and bring some players in, try and freshen it up, try and get day wins. I still believe there's 19 games left. I don't think there's much in the, the league from the 12 teams down. I think we've played games where we could have won them quite easily, but we've lost them. And, you, and everybody knows, as a manager as well, another manager will tell you, when you're losing games, it's a habit you're losing just as much as winning. If you're winning games, you get into that habit. And you sort of get into a wee bit of habit of losing games. And, and as I touched, I've touched on before, we are our programmes and that we've not had the great, greatest of works, but decisions against us. But that's what happens when you're down there. You've got to fight for everything. You've got to work hard for everything. You've got to work even harder when you're down there. And that's what we've got today. Now, the results haven't been good enough. I would, ex- I would expect it more for the squad had built. We did lose a few. Uh, for last year, for even the seven games we played, we built in our squad again because we missed a few there. Then we've lost six again this year. To start this year, we brought a few in. <coughs> so it's up for me now to try and get that changed and try and turn it around, quick turnaround, try and get the boys in and get results changed. Craig, okay, what's been the overall kind of thoughts in the dressing room in the season so far? It's been disappointing for everybody, to be fair. It's been tough, really, but you just need to keep battering away in that and then just keep trying to get results. 
And how you felt personally about the, the whole season? Have you been, are you glad to be back playing? Ah, of course, you need to be playing all the time, but it's hard getting beat. Because I'm not used to getting beat, especially the last two seasons, I mean. Yeah, definitely. Winning games constantly. Yeah, we'll touch on, obviously, how your season's went so far. The Roman defeat to Pollock in the, the first day, obviously, that was a big a big turning point of the season. Obviously, the, the season kicking off after a bad kind of couple of years. What was your overall thoughts on that? Was Pollock just a better team, John, in that day? Listen, we, I said at the start of the season, we know where you are, right? And, and, and I've spoken about it before. You probably get 12 teams, 14 teams where you'd be battling against. There's a top six that, if you take, I always say, if you take any of them, then that's good. You might not take anything. Paul's probably why the teams, budget-wise, players-wise, <coughs> just above us, you know what I mean? And that's just one of the things you just go in with. So, not, listen, disappointing to lose 5-0 in your first game of the season. But we'll, we'll look forward to the other games so we can try and pick something up. And it is disappointing to lose 5 in the first game. Again, you just got to try and go there, first game of the season, and battle away. But their quality was just far too much for us in that day. Craig, was the two-two home draw against Hurlford a big a big result for you in the second game? I was massive. I actually thought we could have won that. I wasn't I wasn't playing at the time. I was just back for a holiday, so I caught the second half. But watching the second half, we were absolutely brilliant. We should have actually went on and won that game. Would you share your thoughts, John? What was your thoughts in the Hurlford game? Yeah, I think I think after the Pollock game, we, we picked up slightly. So we did. I know we, we had a hard start. We had Pollock for winning away, Pollock <coughs> and Lick first three away games. So they're difficult games. So you look to your home games to try and turn things around. And the first three or four home games, we've done well. Uh, we've got a couple of draws and uh, a couple of wins. So that's what I thought. And we beat Ben Bob, I thought, hey, that's quite good. I knew we were having a hard one again this Saturday against co-winning. And then midweek again, we had one that was, could be winnable. So that, that, that's how it kind of turned out. And then obviously after that, it was a, a 5-0 loss to the Buffs and then a massive 3-2 win at home to Ben Bob. Was that a big win for you? Getting that one against Ben Bob after another bad defeat. I that was a big one actually. I wasn't playing again. <laughs> I <was> <laughs> <enjoyed> <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, that was a massive win, but because just after getting beat one again, you need to put yourself back up again. And then get another win. So it's a yeah, good boost for us. Absolutely. Obviously, John, that must have been a big one for yourself as well. Three two at home with Ben Bob. Yeah, it's not Ben Bob, but they started really well and they're a good side. Paul Evans bought a good side, they're a big strong side, and it was a good a good performance for the boys. Uh, we had probably the best uh, game we've played battling wise everything wise we've done that to win it though so that was probably what we've done the best yeah absolutely obviously then after that the, the win against Ben Bob three defeats against Talbot Bede and Rob Roy Craig was there any of the games if you were, were you playing in them before we nah, I was them? playing the ones <laughs> <laughs> was there any of the games you felt you were unlucky in yeah, uh, the Rob Roy, there wasn't much in that, and the Beef fan wasn't much in it. It was just silly goals we gave away again. Just That was a rain fault, probably, but there wasn't much in them at all. Would you go along with that, John? What was your thoughts in the day three games? Yeah, listen, I said, I said earlier, there wasn't much in any of the games. We could have maybe picked points up in some of the games and won them. There's not much in them, and that's probably my downfall. When we've had chances, we've not really took them, and when other teams have had the chances, they've been clinical, and that's probably, <coughs> as I said there, that's probably my problem all season. And then you're up against it and you're no scoring and you're having to defend all the time. And we could have took points. Just as easy as winning them, we could have lost them. And same with Ben, but it will be won that game. We could have easily lost it. It's one of the, that's how close the games were. And obviously after that, the, that massive win against Troon, the 3-1 away win, what went right for you that day, Craig? Just the, all the boys getting together. It was one everybody wanted to win because we just lost, I think, just before that. A few 
I few games before that we lost, so it was just one that we all needed to win. We were just all battled together, and that's, that's how we got the win. Brilliant. Was it wasn't that, a bad performance. Yeah, obviously that was a that was that a turning point. Did you, did you, did you just think <laughs> at the time that could be a turning point, John? Mm. Yeah, listen, it was one of the ones to you're going down there midweek. As usual, you, you're doing it the bare bones. People are injured. People can't make it because of work. People were away. And it's one of the ones you go, if I take in for this, I'll be happy. And then you <coughs> probably our best performance of the season. You turned out the best performance of the season when you're doing it to your bare bones. And that sometimes happens when you're not expect, least expecting it. And that was the boys battled well and played some really good football and a good surface. And that was probably most enjoying bit of that, that result. And I thought then, listen, we can get it and we can build on it. But once again, the same team, I don't think I've been able to get the same team in the park twice all season. People then come and say, oh, I'm away the weekend, I'm away at a wedding, I'm away here. And then you're going to change the team again for the Saturday. Nice. And obviously after that, you can about on that a wee bit. Two draws against Glen Afton and Colburnie. We could have sandwiched between a, a 3-1 loss to Clyde Bank. Craig, with the two draws, did you feel as if they could have been wins? Oh, I definitely. Glen Afton, man, was a, I definitely should have won that game. The ref cheated us for that one, but kind of didn't about that. But, you know, we ran up and then we just went 2-0 up and the ref gave a goal we scored offside somehow. And that's what he was doing. And he gets sent off for arguing with the ref. So it kind of just put us right down the mood, and then it was us 10 men for 30 minutes or something. We went one each. That was one day, I think I should have won. So obviously, John, they, they, they were two points. <clears throat> Do you feel they could have been six? Yeah. I, unfortunately, I wasn't at the game. I had COVID that day. I had no, COVID, so I wasn't at the game. But I watched the highlights. And the, boy, the players are telling us about the goal. We've won the hunt up. Sam McKenzie put one to a, a, a corner. We walked into the top bin. The linesman's flag for an offside saying that the goalkeeper was obscured the view by people being offside. We've then showed the video, seen the video in photographs, and there's nobody actually standing in front of the goalkeeper. He's standing in a great position and he's gave offside. That's why they want it just goes against you. That had been two and a half in the game finished. Just and we've had a few decisions again. I said, said earlier, we've had a few decisions that have been poor. We've been the wrong side, a few decisions, but we won't make that excuses because some of the games we've just not been doing enough. But that one was was one of the worst decisions I've seen, I've seen for a long time. And yet they stand by their decisions. You kind of take it back, one of the things. And it, that could have been three points, and that had been a valuable three points at the time. Mm. It, would have, uh, it would have been, obviously. Was, was Coburnley similar? What was your thoughts on that game, Craig? I think that was just not taking chances again. And only didn't defend well, basically. I think they were working around Burley. Just was too easy to cut through us. And they... Uh, and then we couldn't finish. We had a good few chances that game to get back. And then, obviously, that's after that, you've been in this kind of losing run in the league, John. How hard's it been, obviously, for the <coughs> once you're in that run? How hard is it to get out of it? It's difficult. It's difficult. People's confidence go down. Players' confidence go. I said earlier, you get into that, that habit of losing games and players, when something goes against them, the heads go down. Don't get me wrong, we've still been battling away. There's no been in many games. There's been a few that have been disappointed and the players were not working hard enough. But it's so disappointing because everybody, as Craig said earlier, for the last two seasons, we've been used to winning. In three seasons, we've been used to winning games. So when you're not winning games, supporters are used to seeing you winning as well. Yeah. Us want to see you win. They're used to seeing you win. So when you're not winning, it's very difficult. It's difficult to pick your players up. But you've just got to, you've got to find a way. You've got to find that positive look, outlook and find a way to get people up and get that change up, that probably negative attitude and that feeling of unjust when things are going against you. 
we've got to try and change that. So we have, and, and it's only me and the management team that can do that, and that's what we're trying to do. We're now bringing players in to be positive, try to change it, try and get the results going. Yeah, absolutely. Craig, obviously you were you were at the club, you've been at the club for a while when you were there when you got promoted. Has it been a difficult kind of step up to go to that bit kind of the Premier League after kind of doing well in the, the league below? Well, last year there was obviously a couple of teams out of the league, but apart from that, we done really well last year. I thought we were sitting I think we were about fifth or something, sixth maybe, roughly. So I thought the league wasn't that bad. So this year it's been a bit tougher, I think, and just obviously the losses just piling up, it's putting everything a downer. It's hard to pick yourself up for them again, but it's a it's a harder league this year than it was last year, I think. Even though it's the same teams. John, has there been any of the kind of games you've have, you have played recently that you felt could have been different? Yeah, I think I think <coughs> one Saturday we started pretty well again, but then we've scored a wonder strike to get ourselves in front, and then it's always difficult when the team's in front. But listen, listen, we've been in games. We've definitely been in games in, in certain parts of games. In other parts of games, we've not been in it. But probably the biggest disappointment was the 3-0 loss to Boniston because we weren't in it. And, and we were positive going down there. I'd watched them the week before and I was positive to, to maybe pick something up. And I thought that was our chance to get back in it. They were similar to ourselves, one in many, well, one in many games. But again, they weren't losing with many goals. And you can see they were still in games. So that has been probably the biggest disappointment was losing to Boniston. Other than that, I felt... We've, we've done well in some games and probably been in charge of games and looking as if we're going to win and then for some reason lose a goal and then as I say the heads go down a wee bit and we start losing that wee bit of confidence Craig, do you, obviously when you're in that kind of run is it difficult to kind of pick yourselves up after a, a run like that? It was just up to the boys everybody gets in the same mindset every week everybody's buzzing about and it's until you actually go in the park and then that's when it happens so you need to start well, and if you don't start well, the goal goes down, and the heads go down, and it's just, it goes down to hell there, but you need to just keep picking yourself up, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We'll touch a bit on your cup runs as well. You took part in the Junior Cup, you won in the first <coughs> round of the way to down, uh, downfield 1-0, you then went out in the second round to West Calder United. John, how was it to play in that Junior Cup, and is it was it disappointing to get out that early? Uh, listen, it's always disappointing to get the club that early, I guess. I'm not going to keep up on that. We actually scored a right good goal and obviously the referees are there they're selling it was another one decision but we weren't great that day and that kind of put us back. It's always disappointing to go to the cup. What I will say is and I don't mean to disrespectful in any way but the Junior Cup's not exactly like it was now because a lot of clubs have put, pulled out it. It's not got that same appeal it did when you were a junior club because listen, as you know we've evolved now. We're now in the West of Scotland League. Yeah. We're no junior anymore. So everything's evolved. I know the club are still in it. And the traditions are there because the traditions were great. I do look forward to the Scottish Junior Cup. And you still do. But I just don't think it's got the same appeal as it had before. Especially with some of the teams coming out it now. Yeah. What was your thoughts, Craig, obviously, after that? What, the fir- firstly, the win against Downfield and then the, the loss to West Calder. Well, that was a good win. But we've had a game. We had a lot of chances that game as well. Just going to finish it. Um, could maybe have two or three. Uh, the rest of the game had hundreds of chances in that as well. Just couldn't do it again. But again, lost a stupid goal. That's what's caused us. There's a doing well in the south as well. Obviously, the big one against Cumnock. Was that a massive win for you, John, for confidence? Yeah, yeah. We've done well that day. We just we brought, we brought a couple of players in and loan. And that gave us that wee bit of <coughs> to push on. But we've done well, beat them two and a half. It was a game we played excellent. 
and then you look to build the next week. And I, I said earlier on, with Glenn Cairn at home, although we lost a goal after a minute or so, I felt in the first 10, 15 minutes, the players were starting to get back in it. We were playing really good football, and then we've, I don't know, we've had somebody sent off, and that puts you right in the back foot for a straight red. A decision, again, it's probably contentious, but in this day and age, referees are very quick to throw, throw red cards about. I watched... I watched the game against Covenant and Kilburnley, the same referee, and he showed a, a red card to Finlay Fife. And I looked at it and go, ah, yeah, who's that red card? And I watched the highlights there, and it's the same effort gave everybody the red card. So we obviously no learn. We just keep giving red cards out for tackles. <laughs> but no, listen, we, we, I was confident he picked up, we picked a good result, we've done well, and then we lost that, we lost that game 3 0 down to 10 men. Yeah, definitely. Was that a good one for you, Craig, to get that victory over Covenant? Uh, I thought again that would maybe another returning point again, just to try and get the boys buzzing. Same again, getting to Saturdays, everybody's buzzing again after getting a win. So I think that could be an uplift to go and start winning games again. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch about in the, the future of what your your next wee run coming up after after we get into a bit more about you about your your careers and things like that. But we'll start obviously with John. John, you had a really good playing career in Scottish football with spells at Hamilton, Arlo and Stirling playing for some good managers. What was the Kind of highlights your playing career? Obviously, playing career, the highlights of playing that, at that level was the places you got to play, Ibrox, Barkhead, and winning leagues, winning with Sterling, Arlen, things like that, uh, making your debut in the Premier League with Hamilton Ackies. had a lot, lot of good memories with playing senior uh, and played for some good clubs, as you said, and probably when you look back, and I, just, I look back and I say to myself, I had a good career and I'm happy with it, and I always say to the players, listen, I wasn't a great player, but I was a <coughs> professional. And that's what got me that's what got me these clubs and that's what got me over nearly four hundred appearances. That's just how I was. But no, I look back and I say, listen, I achieved I probably achieved more than I would expect with my ability to be truthful with you. And obviously there's some obviously some good memories of playing in that they can kind of teams, but some good managers you must have played under as well, who sticks out. Yeah, you know, I played up some really good managers. Me, John Lambie, great manager he's played under. Uh, I played under Kevin Drinkle, mm-hmm. very good. Got his, won the league with Kevin, and then down Terry Christie, an, ins- an insight to a, a, a man who, who done really well as a manager, part time manager, and you get a, picked a lot up for Terry. So I did as a part time, and how how he goes about and sets his teams up. A great manager, so he was. Uh, and then one for the uh, that was the Stenhouse Muir those other ones came in one I really enjoyed playing under uh, doing at Morton was Davy McPherson mm-hmm. the ex-Rangers player Davy had a good insight and his assistant was Stevie Friel who's now yeah. I think Stevie's up at uh, uh, Dundee right I think Stevie's yeah up. I think he is yeah I've seen him there recently Stevie was assistant and good good people good coaches so they were so I played under some really good managers and and enjoyed all, all, all the managers I played under. Him. He always takes stuff from them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You're a, a really established playing career. Craig, you came through a, a good couple of teams. What was your kind of memories of coming through at youth level? Yeah, uh, it was only at Aberdeen, really. It was at Boys Club most of my time. Mm. It was at Mill United for when I started off. Then I was in about Aberdeen for a while. Then again, I just played Boys Club, uh, Rangers Boys Club at Mill United again. And who were some of the good players that came, up, came in through alongside you? I used to play with Lewis Edison. Right. Um, and my team, actually, the only ones that were in my team. I just went on to actually do something there. Right, okay. Um, Very good. Any I think it's the good players. Who, like, who stuck out? Who played? Who did you play against? 
يعني مثلا جست اي هاف لايك Well, I mean, obviously, John, you started off at Blantyre and then obviously went into management. How did management come about? What happened was I was, yeah, I was slaving. I stopped, I was at Morton and then uh, I went to Auchinleck under mm-hmm. Tam McDonald. I played under Tam. And then when Tam lost his job at Auchinleck, he got the manager of <coughs> And Tam asked me to go and be his assistant. So for 10 years, I was a uh, 12-year, I think it was Tam McDonald's assistant with success at Lanark, Bells Hill, Shots. And then Tam decided that was his time was up and he decided to chuck, to chuck it. I then I had been, you know, young, I was a young player at Blanty before I went to Hamilton Aki. So I knew I knew the club and they were looking for a manager and I was asked if I'd be interested. So I went for interview and ended up getting the job. Uh, and that's the first manager's job I really had. I'd been an assistant for a long time, run my own. And it was uh, 2015 I took the manager's job. I've been there since. And which have been which kind of stuck out to you in the past few years? Has it been a, a kind of good experience to be there? Oh, it's been a good experience. Listen, the first year, when I took over at first, and it's quite well known, I never had one player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the players had left. It was a, we had to transform the team and build a new team in a very hard championship at the time. It was then it was a championship, very hard. We got relegated the first season. Second season, we just missed out in promotion. Then the third season, we got promotion. But what we've done is we've built... We built a good side. It was like building blocks. You had a good players. Then you get rid of some. You kept you kept the nucleus a good time. I kept building and building. To be eventually built the team that got promotion. Then kind of I won the league the season before. Uh, but what happens is when you build their teams, people come and try and take the best players away, and that's exactly what's been happening. You know what I mean? Because people know finances dictate where you're going to play, and clubs will offer them obviously more money. Oh, and a lot of good players have left. If I look at the players that have left Blantyre since then, since we took off, you look and you say, if you still had all these players, how good a side you would be? I mean, there's, I've had Craig since he was 17-year-old. Young boy at 17, I've had Craig at the club. So that's why he's progressed, and he's progressed into a very good player. So he has, and he's, he's actually only still at the club because he's my best mate. He's engaged to my best Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll not let him leave. <laughs> Craig, obviously going to Blantyre, how did the move come about? Well, I was, um, I was at Lanark with John Brogan when I was 16 because his boy was my teacher. Right. So he got me in it there. So I was there and then I was just, I was just training with him, trialling in them. And then Gibby phoned me. Well, I got a phone call off Gibby. But somehow it was, I think it was my, my bird's dad sorted that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've been in there ever since, since I was 17 now. What's it been like? How much you enjoyed it? Nah, I've seen ups and downs, obviously. It was first year, as I said, I was relegated, but I was in it. wasn't, wasn't really in the team that much then, because I was obviously just still learning. So I was playing boys' club at the time, still on a joint contract. But then, I've obviously, years ago, when I was picked up a wee bit and in the team and that, and then that's how we started. We got promoted there. Brilliant. What was it like being named captain as well? Nah, it was a real pleasure, but it's good to take it off my pal and all, Gary, but he was a great captain for us. Brilliant. What we're going to do is now, if you've seen the show, you know we put you in the spot. We put, we give you the manager, some manager quick fire questions, and the player, some teammate questions. So, John, we're going to put the floor to you. You're good to answer some quick fire questions. Yes. Brilliant. Right. First and foremost, blue or green? Blue. <laughs> blue. It's not a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite other sport? I've no got one. Really? Only football. Favorite TV show? <clears throat> oh, that's a hard one. Probably match of the day. 
If you could pick one person to go and see live in concert, who would it be? Adele. Very good. <laughs> Best player played with? Best player played with? Wally Waters. Who's the worst? Paul McEnany. <laughs> Who's the best character you've ever met in football? Best character I've met in football? Joe McLeod. What's the best story? Best story? The best story is when uh, we were at Stalin Albion and Kevin Drinkwood got the Angels to come up. Paul Gascoigne's first appearance in Scottish football ever. And there was a press media everywhere looking to get a photograph of him, but it was a ban. The police were there. They couldn't get any photographs of him. But on the Monday morning... No, it was a Friday night we played, I'm sorry, it was Fair Friday. And the Saturday morning, there was the sun, and pictures of Gaza on the park, walking off. Monday night at training, Drinko comes in, <coughs> steam coming out of his ears, shouting, who took the photos, who took the photos? And nobody would own up. What had happened was Colin Mitchell, who was playing, had got £300 after the sun, <laughs> took the camera and gave it to one of the boys, big Gary Parson, that wasn't playing. He says, can you take a few photos for me for Gascoigne? The gas coin. Big guys just took all the photos. Mitch just took the camera back off him, gave it back to the boy in the sun and get a few hundred pounds. <laughs> Brilliant. You can pick three players for your rivals in the league to sign. Who would it be? I would bring in Ross Caldwell, who I had before. Nicky Little, okay. right bank. And Alan McKenzie, the striker at Darvo. Brilliant. Won the league or won the Scottish Cup? Oh, win the league. Who's your favourite manager in the league? Tom Alloy. Who's your least favourite manager in the league? I've not got one. I've got under them all. <laughs> Best player ever managed? Best player ever managed. I've got... There's a few other hard questions. So it's Craig Kerr's probably... My most enjoyable one, because coming as a 17-year-old and development into the player he is, you know, he's probably the best we've had. Brilliant. Who will be the Rangers manager? I think the, the supporters want Van Bronckhorst. I don't think that was a board's choice. I'm not too sure. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Very good. That's obviously you are, your quick-fire questions answered, but we'll keep you on because we want to get your thoughts on the questions we're going to ask Craig. We're going to put the teammate questions to you, Craig. Are you good to answer these? I bet then. Brilliant. Obviously, join uh, Chip <coughs> with, some, with some answers yourself if you disagree with any of his answers, all right? Fire on, yes, I will. Who's the future manager? The Blatter. Uh, who, 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 who in the team do you think to be the, a future manager? Or, uh... Uh... No, they're on empties. Uh, big JQs. Joy, what's your thoughts? I don't think M could be mine just <laughs> No, I feel that. <laughs> Who's your best dancer? Oh, me by far, 100%. <laughs> you know that one is coming. <laughs> Who's the worst? Uh, I don't know, it's a brand new team, man, so I've not seen half of them dance. Both <laughs> Scott Gibson. Who's the best trainer? Say uh, boy, Cam, it's just coming. Loves, loves working hard. John, who's the best trainer? 
Yeah, Cammy, what's hard at training? We've got so I've got some good trainers work hard <laughs> through the day. So again, Cammy, Cammy's one of them, but Jonesy maybe. Jonesy and all. Who? Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah, we've got some good trainers, so we have a must at Matt work hard in training. Who's the worst trainer? Big Mikey. <laughs> I, I would say Sam McKenzie because he's never. Oh, I haven't offered. No, he's not been there. <laughs> Who's the team hard man, Craig? Or who? Oh, Jonesy. Jonesy, are they? I don't agree with that. Jonesy would kick me and Mark out even standing at the side of the park. Just Run for the Who's the most skillful? Uh, probably myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll probably be Lewis, Lewis McDonald. Yeah, I would go with that as well. We've got Arne back. Arne, Arne is ah, Arne's back, guy. Black is back in, so Arne's very skillful as well. Ah, I'd say Arne as well. Who's the quickest? Yeah, probably be Lewis. Who's the slowest? Oh, hard one. Not quite quick, actually. Yeah. Go on, Mikey again. <laughs> Big man, I wouldn't say big Mikey. I, I don't know, they're all, they're all roughly a bit of saying. There's not much. There's not much in it. I'm just thinking it's somebody to blame, but it's <laughs> probably as fast as me. <laughs> it's probably a bad day that I can beat for a few of them, mate, enough score. Uh, <laughs> Who's the best character in the dressing room? Big Jake. Me, Granny, as well. He's full of character. An umpteen or but he's a character. Who's got the worst dress sense? Oh, John Cunningham, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Final question, who's the teacher's pet? Oh. Me, yeah. Alan. John, who's, the, who's the teacher's pet? Uh, probably, Aaron's came back, but... <laughs> He's sitting in. <laughs> <laughs> Really I realise he's not been there, but he's injured in there, but it's probably really Brilliant. The gaffer's boy. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is now, you know, you might know now that we we get some sources to give us some information. And we've got a few good ones here, by the way, Lil's well, a few good ones for you, Craig. First question. <laughs> ask Craig about his choice of footwear during his proposal to his missus. <laughs> <laughs> Pair of button stocks, you can't beat them. Comfiest thing in life. <laughs> Why do you Scott, call me? I, I, I was quite lucky, Scott, to see the proposal because my mate had took a video of it. And said, <laughs> the first thing I said to my wife, Linda, says, You've got to take some stick for these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, why do they call you Yaya? Because I can place it on my damn centre back. <laughs> so stay in your mat, basically. <laughs> John, what's your favourite John Lambie story? Oh, there's a few of the John Lambie stories. You could tell a few stories about John. Obviously, he beat the Rangers in the Scottish Cup, coming back into the, the club, having a right good drink, so he was. And he always talked talk about his pigeons, but oh, probably the day I seen him in, in the shower, chasing Wally, big Wally Jemison, looking for a squared go wheel, because Wally had spoke back to him. <laughs> And he's got his suit on and he's in the shower looking to fight them. <laughs> Craig, a couple for you. Could you share your pre-match routine step by step and don't leave anything out? 
step by step to get the tunes on. I collected all the fine money in. That's a first. I had to happen. Can't let him do with that. And if my wee warm up, get washed, quick washed, I'm always sweating like mad. Then I'll put my soaps on, tape on, then I'll get cars of Vic, fling it around me, man. Face everything, my tap, everything, so I can breathe. And get the salts, smelling salts, and that's me good to go. Brilliant. Ask the gaffer if he's, if he's ever crowd stuffed at a Simple Minds concert in the Barrowland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be an aye, aye, it was That's always the key. Game for his film, which would be film. Ask Craig about his dumb and dumber haircut he got in Tenerife, and I'm wearing oh, a hat. That was, to like, to that like was that Hellman again, wasn't it? That was him again. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, Tell us that story. I was about an hour before I was about to propose, and I went and got a haircut in the, the hotel hairdressers. So I honestly, see if I can send you the photos, it's metal. So it was flat. Something doing like that in the back of my head, man. <laughs> so I had to speak up. So I was going to propose. So this was an hour for it, so I ended up having to phone my missus to go and come to the hairdressers with me to go and get it sorted because I was freaking out and that. I can't get a pose like this. So I ended up dragging her about 10 years trying to get a hairdressers and I had to get it sorted, honestly. She <laughs> went like mad. I was on the, on the chair, absolutely soaking. My heart was killing her. She's cutting bits up here and I'm like, oh no, so she's never done it before. Oh, it's brutal. Ask Craig if he has sleepovers with the gaffer and his missus' dad. Say that again <laughs> Ask Craig if he has sleepovers with the gaffer and his missus' dad Aye, what time See match <laughs> Ask Craig about being part of daft during his first season and not turning up to games sometimes Aye, he's the better you know, so <laughs> That was back in my bad days I'm saying I wasn't playing <laughs> Just to, to get in a vendor that's true, Scott. I never used to turn up some days and you used to get a text, so oh, I can't make it. I'm, I'm working this, I was working this morning. What <laughs> <laughs> a vendor. <laughs> Ask Craig who's whipped the most by their missus. Who's whipped the most? Aye. I think that must be the, te- the whole team. Uh, I've, got, I've got a wee group chat at the Breakfast Club with some of the boys that I've played with for. It'll be Kieran Parson, definitely. Ask the gaffer his best and worst signing. <laughs> Worst signing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give my worst signing out, so I would I wouldn't like to do that. Oh, you need to say it. No, no, I wouldn't say my worst. <laughs> my best signings, I've had a few. I must admit, I've had a few good signings, so I have, as I say, go back to Ross Caldwell, quality player. <laughs> really, see all the players that's been a success in, through the club, Gav Muller, Gav was excellent for me, so he had, to, to pick one, it wouldn't be right, because although my signings have been a right success for the club, so they have. And yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What's been your best memory in football for both of you? We'll start with John. What's been your best memory in football? Probably the best memory in football is when you're winning. I'll know, I'll know if one stuck out, there's a, a lot to stick out, but when you're winning, your best memory is always when you're winning. And winning, winning the league with Blantyre and going up <laughs> and getting promotion, that's obviously the management point of view. That's been really good. And I had a few successes, as I say, with Tom McDonald and playing career, really good successes. I mean, and I don't mean to have, but when you go and you get a chance to play at Ibrox and Parkhead, man, these, these things are memories and they'll live with you forever. Yeah, absolutely. 
Craig, what's been your best memory in football? I've won a, won a few leagues at uh, Boys Club and that, but as a higher up level you play it, you do have to go and win higher up stuff to get a better name for yourself. So getting promoted and obviously going to win the league as well, really planning, that was the best. John, where do you see yourself in five years? <clears throat> Probably in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I enjoy what I'm doing, so I do. <clears throat> and, as lo- and as long as I, I feel as if I'm doing enough for the club and working hard for the club and trying to get them success, I don't, I don't see anything else. I'm a loyal person, and I've always said that, and I've stayed loyal to Blantyre, so I have over the years, and I love it at the club, and I, and I love bringing young boys in and seeing them progress, and Craig's an example, and Fraser Allen's an example, Aaron Black's examples, and that's where you get your, your most satisfaction from. And I look and you see we Gav Moore coming in, young boy left, East Bride, we lose McDonald, and I would like to think that I've helped him along the way and made them better players. Brilliant. Ask Craig who's the best company in a night out in the state in the team. In the team? Oh, what's a tough one. Probably oh, stuck between three. Fraz, Big Jake, and Alan. That's my three. Brilliant. We've got one, a couple of final ones here. <clears throat> Can you ask the guys about Grant Crennan at the Vicks? <laughs> about what? Grant Brennan. You must have you to tell us a story about Grant Brennan. He's a weapon, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I've not got enough boys in the, my bag for Grant Brennan. <laughs> Hell of fence. <laughs> yeah, I put somebody in all the fence all the time for shooting. <laughs> Do you get any Grant Brennan stories? Oh, Connors, man. If copies have these boots, but Saturday, we Alan had new boots. Grant, so Grant had the exact same boots. We Alan took his off, so Grant took his off. Copies of everything, they're absolutely howling the boots, they're like a luminous yellow or something. Uh, he's whipped by his bird, and honestly, he's <laughs> see if one of the questions. He's one of the ones that's whipped his bird. Uh, what else is there? See, I TikTok, and all, he's got a couple of videos and that, they're absolutely. <laughs> you stack them right in there, honestly, they're disgusting. Dancing with his bird and that. Oof. Brilliant. Craig, who will be the Rangers manager? I want uh, Van Broncos. I think it's done. Hopefully. I think, I think they're letting the, the better old time kind of pass in there before they bring another statement. I think just a bit of respect in it. Yeah, I think you could be right there. Who do you think will win the Premier Division? We'll start with John. Uh, I think Ockermeck will win it. I think they've just... Put that run together with a good consistency. I think Darvo will, will probably just fall a wee bit short because of that wee bad run they had in four games. <coughs> picking any points up or they only picked one up. Other than that, I, I don't know. I think they'll get back in at Darvo, but I just think that gap is just that wee bit too much just now for the Auckland to drop it. Craig, who do you think will win the Premier Division? I tab, tab it for me as well. They're just a class team. They know how to grind out victories every game. One final one for Craig. Who's the best player you played against this season? Played against this season? Played against this season. Nicky Little. Brilliant, but we'll touch a wee bit on that. Oh, Craig never played in the game, but see the boy Darren's got, the boy the Morrison, I think. Morrison. 
Yeah, Lewis Morrison. Very good player, so he is. He's probably the one that's came in this year in the league. You would say he's a class act, so well. he, he could go a wee bit further. Darren's done great to get him in and playing him, so he has. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. There's a question here. Is there plans for the club to get an SFA membership and improve the infrastructure at the club? We'll go to John on that. I, th- I think, obviously, the big thing for there is getting the floodlights. We've done a lot of work at the ground, Scott. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. There's people at the club, even the committee, but there's people out with the committee who have put a lot of hard work and a lot of money in doing the ground up. We've had George Fulson putting the three stands in, which are excellent. Gordon Leck has done a lot of groundwork round about it, putting seats in it, the thing, mate. And these people have been valuable at the club and the committee have worked hard. The thing about the floodlights is it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a club yeah. like Guantanamo to try and get the floodlights in. I know we've looked at it. We looked at trying to move there eh, a couple of seasons ago, sell the ground and move to the Hingley, but with a wee bit of problem with the council and people kind of a, no want us to get the ground. But I mean, they're trying to progress and we've done we've done really well with the ground, but a lot of money. A lot of work into the pitch as well. And sometimes it just didn't work. Well, sometimes with the pitch, we've put a lot of money into it. But no, listen, they've tried to put the infrastructure in right and they've done really well. New roofs and all that on the, the stands. And they are trying, so they are. But again, with limited resources, but we've done really well. We have come on, come on a lot. That ground's come on a lot, so it has. Yeah, absolutely. We'll touch a wee bit on what's coming up for you. You are playing uh, Broxburn in the South Challenge Cup this Saturday. Craig, how big a game's that? That's massive. You need to get another win. You need to start a wee run again. I think that's the right thing to do. It's, I mean, get a cup, cup win and then it should go on for the league again. Yeah. John, what's your thoughts for this weekend? Are you confident you could get a wee result? Listen, we had a good result in the South Challenge Cup last time against Cumnock. Probably one of our better performances. Again, it's a key, a key come to another league. Although we try and do a wee bit of homework on we don't know a great deal about them. But it's one of the ones you're hoping to win. Listen, no. We always set standards at Blanton. Craig will tell you, always try and say, stay in the cup competitions day after Christmas. It gives the club a lift and it gives people an interest to keep coming and watching the games. So we'll try and get keeping that cup till after Christmas and try and win the game on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously after after Broxbourne, you've got three, three away games in the league before Christmas. Coburnley, Darvill and Hurlford. Craig, how big are they games? So obviously maybe try and get a wee run going and can I try and get your wee can I run if you are going to stay up. Ah, uh, massive. Uh, two of the teams are really, like, really good teams, so it's hard to take points, but you need to go with the right attitude and you probably get something. Um, it's a team roughly about the same as us did say, so we're hoping to maybe get, well, hopefully get three points for that one. Yeah. So must win that one. John, how big is that game against Coburnley? Obviously, a, a team in a similar position, is, it a ma- is that a massive game to try and get a wee run going? Listen, listen, as I say, you always try, I said at the start of the season, the team's in a boot as you've got to do. We have now, maybe a little salary, but now Tom's done, a, Tom's done a great job there, Sean's done a great job doing there, so they haven't went in. And what they've done is they've got their selling to that pack, and I said that to Tom when I spoke to Tom last week, get your selling to that pack and anything can happen. And they've done that. Can we get ourselves back into that pack? Well, if you start with a win against Coburn and then you've got a wee chance, that gives you that wee lift. The game's against Urban Meadow and Hurlford. What I've also said is they're three good pitches. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll suit us a wee bit better playing in good pitches. And, and it's games that, can we win them? I, I think we can win them. I think we've got, I've got enough quality in the team. It's just getting that confidence up and making sure we go with the right attitude and get the right tactics right and we get the right shape right to try and win the games. Yeah, definitely. But we can only wish you all the very best for the season ahead. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you tonight. Thanks very much to both of you for coming on.
Brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thanks very much for that. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned into the show. Please follow us on social media for more West of Scotland football coverage. And of course, subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.